0: Hey, thanks for jumping on to our online location. I'm so glad you're a part of this. And uh, if you're watching, happen to be watching this on YouTube or Facebook, on the replays, to get the full experience, jump over or check out sometime our actual online location at www.gracefreechurch.live. Is there you can find an interactive experience. You can find the Kids Campus uh, which has just incredible content for your kids. I definitely recommend starting out with the preteen stuff. Even if you have younger kids, it's hysterical and fun, and they're going to learn about Jesus. And uh, and also, don't forget underneath this video to click the Great Connect button. We do most of our communicating through email and text. And this time of year, in this year, more than any other time of year, we're sending out updates every week just to keep everybody up to date on what's going on at church, plus we'll send out some encouraging stuff to you from time to time. Click the great connect button, fill that card out. We'd love to hear from you. If you're new here, we have a gift for you too that we'll send you. And uh, I'm just glad you're here. I hope you're ready for an amazing service. Let's go.
1: Waits for a miracle The heart longs for a little bit of hope the keeper's door it was for this a child was born to save a world so cold and hollow a sleeping town they did not know that lying in a manger low a savior king who had no Come to heal our sorrows Is there room in your heart Is there room in your heart Is there room in your heart For God to write his story night is there room in your heart is there room in your heart is there
0: I hope that worship was really meaningful to you. I know it's so good for me to worship and take my eyes off my circumstances and to to worship God. It's so good to do that together. Thanks for being here. Hey, we're about to jump into Matthew chapter one before we do. Like, hey, you know, I, I hope you're, going to gfcchristmas.com, not right now, but later, and checking out the Christmas Eve plans we have available for everybody. We have an online special for those of you that are on our online location, man, you're probably really going to love that online special. We're filming it at the Sweet Arrow Clubhouse. It's going to be different than this. It's going to be exciting and I think really meaningful. They'll jump off at 5 p.m. and replays will be available throughout the entire Christmas weekend because we're like figuring, man, sometimes you got stuff to do, some family traditions, Maybe you want to watch it the next day on Christmas or as you're getting ready for brunch or whatever you got plans for your Christmas kind of couple of days here. And then we also have a live event going off at 5 p.m. at the Schuylkill County Fairgrounds. It's going to be socially distanced outside. Uh so dress warm. There's some limited p- car parking spots available for the elderly or the handicapped or those with conditions that would put them at risk to get sick or little kids. Uh so you want to just pay attention and go to GFCchristmas.com to check out all of that. We're we're gonna jump into here. I hope you're ready. I don't know if I am, but I know God's got something for us. So we're gonna we're gonna jump in here, but I definitely need the prayer today just so that I can get out of the way and let God do his thing. And, and I, I hope that you're, you're ready for it. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for loving us. Wherever we are, whatever we have going on, you love us. You're here with us. You have a word for us. So we don't want to miss it. I don't want to get in the way. Like Whatever we're going through, help us to get past it, to step into what you have for us. So we know that's where the beauty and the peace and the joy of life is found. So, so thankful. Would you speak through your word today, in Jesus' name, amen. Man, So we're jumping into this series, it's called Room Enough to Get Past It. I don't know what you need to get past, but we're looking at the story of Joseph, and he sure had a lot to get past in the very beginning of this Christmas story. And the part we're going to focus on is in, found in Matthew chapter. 1 and verse 18 all the way through 25. Man, I love Scripture. I love the Word. I hope you got a Bible slapped open. Uh, my favorite thing to do is to just write notes in my Bible as I'm reading it on home, at home, or, or at night before I go to bed, or as I'm working through the week. I, I love to just take notes. God's Word is so good. And man, like, let's check this out together. Also, I use YouVersion app. It's free. And it's awesome, in case that's how you want to roll. It says this in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18. It says, "This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about." I especially love reading the Christmas stories, the passages, because, man, it's just so just, just I don't even need to add anything to this. Come on. Like I don't need to add a word to this. It says, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant. Somebody circle found. It's one of the words I got circled in my Bible. Found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful. I got that written to the law and yet i have that circled or two did not want to expose her to public disgrace he had in mind to divorce her quietly but after he had considered this i got that underlined an angel of the lord appeared to him in a dream and said joseph the son of david do not be afraid to take mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her Is from the Holy Spirit. See, he found out before he knew. He found out before he knew what was going on. She will give birth to a son, and you, you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this, it says, and that one, you gotta double circle that. All this, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home to be his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. That's a pretty cool job, <clears throat> Given the name to the Messiah. Most famous name, the name above all names, Joseph's the one who got to lay it on him. And uh, that's a pretty cool ending. All of this, we're talking about room enough to get past it. All of this is kind of like some of that or it. It's kind of like an ambiguous enough to kind of see it but not really hear it. All of this. like I feel like maybe we see that, we hear that, but we don't really, really understand that sometimes. All of this. And when, when things like Romans come out and, and we learn that in, in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. You see, I think it can glance by us. Sometimes it can make us feel all good, but we really miss it hitting our hearts it really misses its application to our lives because it's one of those ambiguous things like all of this, well, what's all of this? Or some of that, well, what's some of that? Or it, get past it, well, what's it? Yeah, I know I need to get past it, but if you don't have the courage or the self-awareness to look at what's the sticking point in your life, you can't get past it. It's like running on a treadmill. You're not really going anywhere. you got to get past it. And Joseph, he had a whole lot to get past. And what we're talking about today is room enough to get past it. It, for him, was finding out. He just found out. Mary didn't just sit him down and have a discussion where he got the whole story. He he didn't get the whole part about the dream or the angel visiting Mary. He didn't get the the conversation about Mary going to see Elizabeth and Elizabeth kind of affirming God's steps in Mary's life. He didn't hear the story about how Elizabeth, the miracle that she was experiencing as she was pregnant too to affirm what God was doing in Mary and the coming of the Messiah. He didn't get the whole story. He just found out. That life was now less than ideal. I wonder what you got to get past. I wonder what the it is. I hope that you got some paper out or like you're typing some notes into your phone and you're going to take a second to self-reflect on the thing that you need to get past in life and your spiritual journey. We get stuck a lot. And it's easy to acknowledge that we're stuck. And it's easy to acknowledge that we got to get past the place we are. But we often don't take time to really identify what it is that's sticking us in that place. Joseph, he, he found out, and man, he had a whole lot to get past. Maybe you got to get past it. Maybe you need room enough to get past something in your life. Maybe it's some heartbreak. A betrayal, all of a sudden your expectations were shattered. And Joseph got that. Like maybe you just realize that the person you thought you were with isn't the person, it's not the person that you're actually with, it's somebody different. Maybe you realize that this new job that you thought was going to fix everything is now less than ideal. Maybe you're stuck because the it is some disappointment in life, some discouragement. You didn't sign up for all of this. This was more than you bargained for, more than you signed up for. And maybe there's something in life that's stuck and you need to get past it. A hurt from your past, damage someone else has done to your life, disappointment, a feeling like your dreams kind of got lost in the busyness of your day-to-day. I don't know what you got to get past, but I know it's easy to kind of like feel the buzz from, hey, we can get past it together, but not actually look at what really is the challenge we need to get past. Joseph, it was easy to see. maybe it's easy to see in you too, but I often think that most of the time we hide this stuff underneath an outward exterior that just looks so good. we put the smile on we act like everything's okay, but inside we're not growing inside we're not healing inside we're not we're having the same conversations over and over again inside our anxiety's not getting any better inside. It's a whole different story. It's easy to see for Joseph, it's harder to see for us. Joseph's story's just laid out. We get the, we get the picture he found out, his expectations were shattered about his future. He found out and his heart was broken Felt betrayal and disappointment on just the worst kind of level. He found out, and all of a sudden, his own future had to come into question. He found out, and all of a sudden, maybe he started even questioning, and the doubts about what God was doing in his life started to pour in. He found out life was less than ideal. Life wasn't what he expected. Life was more than he bargained for, and maybe you're finding that stuff out. To. But to move from where you are to something better God has for you, you got to get past it. I say that with love because I know it's easy to say and hard to do. But I think in Joseph's story, we learn a couple of things that really can help us. Get past whatever it is, you got to get past. Some stuff in Joseph's story help us see the room enough that we need to create in our heart. And you just need to create room enough to get past it. You don't got to like like win and like put on all the armor and do battle. And you just got to create room enough. I know that's good news for some people that are exhausted, right? Like you're worn out. Like doing more is an exhausting idea for you. You don't need to do everything. You just need to do something. You don't need to create all the room. You just need to create room enough to get past whatever, whatever is causing you to get stuck. It's not worth staying there. Listen, there's something better for you. This journey with God is it's a journey that, step by step, it's not always easy, but it's always leading you to new depths of experiencing his love. It's a journey that's always leading you to, to, to understanding your purpose on a deeper level. It's a journey that's always leading you to more fulfillment. It's a journey that is worth getting past whatever it is you need to get past because the better stuff The better days are ahead of you. This is a future-oriented faith we share. Get past it because it's worth it. And what you step into is the destiny God has for you. He had to get past a lot. Maybe you do too. Joseph, he found out. Like a lot of people, when we find out that life is less than ideal, we react in all different kinds of ways some of us when we find out that things aren't the way we want them to be in life or we're stuck or, or we're hurt or we can't get past it we want to blame other people it's his fault or her fault or my parents fault or the, the government's fault or Whatever, whoever, or the pastor's fault, or my life group leader's fault. It, uh, that, 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 that's why I'm not getting anywhere. That's why I can't get past this thing. If somebody else keeps doing it to me, I keep ending up in the same situation. People keep treating me this way. Sometimes when we find out that life is less than ideal or not what we expected, we want to blame other people. It's all these little ways that we protest. We can get apathetic and say, what does it matter anyway? I can't. It's not really working. It's not going to be any different. We, we protest and we kind of like in all different kinds of ways and sometimes it's loud and we get angry at God and we rebel and we want to do our own thing because His way isn't working for us or we want to turn away from the people that care about us and isolate ourselves. There's a million different ways we protest when we find out that life is less than ideal and that we didn't sign up for this. We withhold love. We withhold forgiveness. We lash out at people that are close to us. We try to escape. Whole little protests. And in those little protests, in in the space, in that space, there's a whole lot lost. I can't imagine what Joseph's story would have looked like if he wasn't able to get past what was causing him to get stuck. There's a whole, it's a, it's a never-ending journey in battle. There's always something, some challenge in our way to keep us from walking this journey God has for us. He needed to get past, get past stuck. And to do it, He put some steps in. Here's here's what it takes, right? Like you gotta put some steps in, spoiler alert. You gotta embrace your circumstances to follow God to what he has in front of you. He puts some just faithful steps in. You gotta put some steps in. there's uh, There's no like magic sermon to make it all better. There's no like, Group event for you to go. There's no like, There's you got to put some steps in to get past it. It's like those watches. You ever see those watches? Like I used to have a Fitbit. I don't wear watches anymore, but uh, I just, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Lots of people wear Fitbits or Apple Watches, and they all count your steps. You just got to, because, because what these watches acknowledge for us is something that, that's just true on a deep level. We don't like to know how little we've done we don't like to know how 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 few steps we've taken and so we get motivated because the steps are just counting all day all day and it knows that like if we get to 10,000 steps no matter who you are no matter what your weight journey looks like no matter what's going on you're going to be healthier if you step 10,000 times a day it's it's one of those things you used to look at and get really frustrated, right? Like, holy cow, how did I only step that many times? And then sometimes you'd look at it and you'd be really encouraged by your steps because you'd be like, "Wow, man, I got a lot. I didn't feel like I was getting that many." And then I learned a couple of things on the way. One time I was mowing my lawn on the riding mower, right, and like I don't know if it was just because of all the bumps as I was mowing the lawn, but all of a sudden it started to celebrate. I made ten thousand steps. I hadn't done anything, but eating some breakfast, got out of bed, walked down the steps and jumped on the tractor to mow the grass and 10,000 steps but they don't really count right see I got to take the steps myself my kids used to take my Fitbit and put it on their wrist and run around the house and I'd be like oh yeah I'm totally beating Jen today like I got they, they would count steps for me they would walk it out and it felt really good to like seem like I was getting there but then I realized like those steps they don't really count you see I got to take the steps to realize the benefit in my life. You can come to church all you want, watch every online service, take notes. Write them down. You could hear it all. Go to YouTube. Hit up the podcast. GraceFreeChurch.net slash podcast. Simple plug right there. You can do all of that stuff. You could go to a life group and be involved. You could lead a life group and, and, and study the stuff. But until you actually take the faithful steps, you won't get past whatever it is that's getting you stuck in. In life, until you actually take the faithful steps, you won't experience the blessing God wants to give you on the journey he has for you. The payoff won't come. You got to take the steps. You, nobody can do it for you. Joseph, he was taking the steps. I love those watches; they celebrate every step. And I want to celebrate Joseph's steps right now, and I want to celebrate your steps. You want, when you're wearing those watches. I don't know what the, what the like Apple watches do. I'm pretty sure they celebrate too. But Fitbits, when you get to ten thousand steps in a day, like it shoots fireworks off on your wrist. It starts vibrating and going crazy. It's like zzz, 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 zzz. you did it. You look down and it's like woo, 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 all this kind of like flashing lights, celebrating. The steps taken. I don't know why we don't celebrate the steps taken more. Like you've taken some steps. I just want you to know you're doing awesome. If you've taken some steps this year to kind of grow in your walk with God, to get to know him more. If you've opened your Bible more this year than you did last year, I just want to say you're doing awesome. Let's celebrate some steps. If you joined a a life group and you're now getting connected on a deeper level with other people and learning more about God than you do just sitting on listening to his messages on a Sunday morning I want to say you're doing awesome way to take some steps we got to celebrate some steps more if you dropped an addiction this year and it's been tough and difficult maybe even relapsed a little bit but you're committed to seeing your sobriety through way to go those are some awesome steps if you decided you got to be more loving to your wife this year you got to serve her the way Jesus serves the church you got to like do some stuff. Way to go. Awesome job. Keep taking those steps. If you decided there was an area in your life where you've been unfaithful to God and you decided that you were going to work on that area and live out faithfulness to him in that area, way to go. We got to celebrate the steps more on this journey. Whatever steps you're taking in your walk, moving you closer to God, and closer to the destiny he has for you, awesome job, uh, Joseph. Steps. It's time to celebrate the steps he takes in the middle of the mess, because those steps are are so important. The steps you take in the middle of the mess are life-altering steps, are destiny-shaking steps. The steps you take in the middle of the mess are are the steps that will reap the most fruit in your life. The steps I take on my good days, they'll reap some fruit. But it's the ones I take on my worst days, when I need to get past the betrayal and the hurt or the disappointment or the shattered expectations. The steps I take on the days where life stinks the most where the hurt is the thickest those are the steps that bear the most fruit and I don't always see it right away like don't expect you to don't expect it it's not a lottery ticket you scratch off and everyone's winner you may not see it right away but you will see it one day Joseph took some steps in the middle of his mess that were so faithful to God because of it Got to name Jesus. It says that he was faithful to the law. And yet, I circled that because it shows his heart right there. You see that? Like it says he was faithful to the law. Like what he was supposed to follow in his in his. Walk with God. He was living it faithfully. He wanted to honor it with his life. And yet, he had the right heart to go with it. You can be somebody who knows all about the Bible and not get the heart. It just makes you a jerk like the Pharisees. Like, Joseph had the right knowledge of who God was and he had the right heart to go with it. It says that he was faithful to the law and yet he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had a heart that was loving God and loving others. He had a heart that was going to be faithful to God and was going to faithfully care for the one he felt so betrayed by. He, he had the right kind of heart. It's the faithful steps that get you to the fireworks right there. It's the faithful steps that get you to the party. It's not always easy, but it's getting you there. Like he was trying to honor God with all he did He had the right heart, and he took the right time to consider what he should do. We've lost that art in our world today. I mean, come on. When's the last time you slowed your role down enough to really consider what someone else is going through? I need this reminder all the time. My wife's the empathetic one in the house. She's got empathy coming, you know, like she's got it coming out of her ears. Like, I don't know. Like, she's, got, she's, she's so empathetic. I admire it so much. I, I try to learn it from her. Sometimes I'll tell her how I feel about somebody just so that she can, like, give me back the empathy part that I'm missing in my heart. See, like she considers what other people are going through. She considers what their journey has been like. She has considered what they're feeling. It's empathy, and it's something we need. Like, we never slow down enough to rant on our rants about what we think is wrong with the world to really consider what somebody on the other side is feeling. Maybe to even consider the anxiety they're feeling because they're losing their job or they're afraid of getting sick or somebody they love is at great risk. We never slow down to really consider what our actions say about us and what they say about other people we never really can cons- i wish we consider some people more like come on we need to this is it's crazy that we're even talking about it we've lost our consideration of others and yet it's the second greatest thing god told us to do love the lord your god with all your hearts and love one another as you love yourselves. I mean, Joseph, he's living that out in painfully practical steps. Things change, your compassion grows, your heart expands. Stop grinching it and start to consider other people. And what their story is going through. Joseph got it crushed and here he is. These are the faithful steps I want to celebrate. Right? Like he's trying to honor God. Because even though his world got shattered and most of us would protest in anger to God. Even though he probably felt some disappointment about God. He knew God loved him. And he still loved God back. He was going to honor God. And he knew that he was supposed to love Mary even though she broke his heart, pulled it out, stomped it down. Like he knew she was, it's the faithful steps. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. There's some people in middle school and high school, you should write this down and memorize this because your life is going to get jacked up sometimes. You're going to face a lot of stuff and this verse can see you through the challenges that you're going to face this year at high school or in middle school next year when you go to college the year after that when you get a job and you realize that your expectations weren't right that life is less than ideal when you realize that like proverbs 3 5 and 6 says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will Make your paths straight. And Joseph, and hey, he's living that out. Faithful steps. So much is lost between the space, of, in the space of disappointment because we can't take the faithful steps when they matter so, so much. There's a lot of faithful steps needed between the the less than ideal, and the blessing God has for you. There's a lot of faithful steps. You can't skip the steps. You can't throw the Fitbit on somebody else and have them run around the house for you. You can't skip the steps. You you gotta take the steps, and it's not just one step, and then we get gratification, or two steps, and we get gratification. Sometimes there's a whole lot of steps between less than ideal and the blessing God has for you. I wanna celebrate the steps along the way with you but there's a lot of steps and to get past it you have to embrace it you have to embrace what's getting you stuck there and you have to embrace the steps it takes to get you through it it says joseph considered this and then he got the dream from 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 the angel then he got the message it says it says he considered it and then he took her home to be with him. He considered it, and then he embraced it so much that he didn't even even come together with her until Jesus was born. He took her home. He had to embrace the chaos that now crept into his life. He had to embrace the complexity of this relationship he was going to have. He had to embrace his own insecurity. What were people going to say about him? People were going to talk about how this wasn't his baby, how this baby wasn't had in wedlock. They were going to say things about him, wonder about him. He had to embrace his insecurity. I mean, after all, Mary is pregnant with the Son of God. Talk about something that will challenge your security or your confidence as a man. He had to embrace what was lost. He had to embrace his doubts and his questions. He had to embrace it all so that he could move from less than ideal to the blessing so he could get past the shattered circumstances of his now to step into the destiny God had for him he had to embrace it listen embracing it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you have to like it it doesn't mean that you're a victim to it it doesn't mean you subject yourself to more abuse or hurt. It doesn't mean that you put yourself in circumstances that could cause you harm. Embracing it doesn't mean you stay with somebody who's abusive. Embracing it doesn't mean that you keep doing unhealthy habits or keep giving in to your addiction. That doesn't mean what embracing, that's not what embracing it means. Embracing it means that you grab onto and hold on to the difficult stuff in your life because you are committed to search and see what God is going to do through it. Embracing it means you're willing to take the faithful steps from that space to what's next. Embracing it means you're expecting God to do something amazing in the middle of it. And God did You see, all of this took place to fulfill what God was going to do through Jesus. All of this. I wonder if all of this in your life has been a story of what God wants to do in you, for you, and to bring His name great glory in how your story is told. I wonder if all of that you've been through, everything you've gone through, has been building you up to this point of realizing your destiny in who Jesus is. I wonder if you can get past the now into what he has for you next. If you can move from the less than ideal to the blessing he has from you because you are willing to take the faithful steps right now. You want some faithful steps? Just start to get to know God more. Jump into his word Learn what his law says and learn what it means to love other people. Take time to consider before you act. Understand, understand what Jesus is trying to do in you and through you. Take some simple, faithful steps and you'll move from the less than ideal to the blessing he has from you. Joseph, he did what, she said, what, what, what God had told him. He, he just got up and he did it wasn't beautiful. There was nobody there celebrating. Nobody was cheering him on. He just got up and he had to apply it. Just take the steps and embrace where you're at, expecting God to do something different in and through you. And he got to name Jesus. I mean, talk about an honor. Bestowed upon him by God Almighty. I don't know. Man, Joseph probably never woke up and thought, I'll get to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to name the Messiah one day. But God has this crazy way of doing things you didn't expect that you will love in your life when you take the steps and embrace what he has for you. Let's pray. God, thank you so much. Your love for us is amazing. We need you. Help us to get past whatever we're stuck in and move towards what you have for us. I don't know. It's easy to just let this stuff glance off us. Maybe we don't feel stuck. Maybe we don't need this. But we just got to take those steps of faithfully following you to see how our story unfolds. We trust you. And we want to acknowledge you in all our ways. Keep making our paths straight. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Good morning, Grace family and friends. We are so glad you have joined us to worship at our online campus. I want to take a moment and talk a bit about why we as a church encourage giving. Did you know that giving is considered an act of worship? It's true. Paul addressed the Philippian church on this very thing. In Ephesians 4, 18 through 19, Paul states, I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus, the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Paul, of course, is referring to their offerings here. Paul continues, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Paul used these gifts to further the mission of spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. And just like Paul, our mission at Grace Free Church is to share this good news throughout Schuylkill County we want you to be a part of this mission as well. By partnering with us, we can reach the people of Schuylkill County. In fact, we can't do it without you. You may be thinking, how do I partner with Grace Free Church? Well, one way is through giving. We made this partnership process very simple. In fact, we have several methods to assist you in joining this mission. You can mail your gift to the church. You can text your gift to 570 570- Five two eight two zero six zero, or you can give online by clicking the give online button on this page. The give online button also has a recurring giving option, which is a great way to schedule your gift giving. We appreciate you and are excited to see what God has in store for this church.
1: B.
0: that service was really meaningful to you. I hope God spoke to you through his word. Listen, don't just be someone who hears it, be someone who takes it and does something about it. Maybe apply some of it this week. I'd love to hear how that's going for you. And by the way, if you're ever interested in jumping onto our virtual life groups or figuring out how you can participate or serve whether it's in person or at our online in our online location We'd love to hear from you, and you can do that just by clicking the Great Connect button and letting us know in a message. We have a, a ton of stuff for you to get involved in, and we're just pumped that you're a part of this place. Before you go, would you just share this? Maybe hit the blue button below this video to share it on Facebook or text a friend, hey, you got to catch this service. I hope it will be as much of an encouragement to the people you love as it was to you. I hope you know You're loved here, but way more importantly, I hope you know God loves you. Have an awesome week.